Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly podcast. Thank you for tuning in to our message, our creative sermon. Um, if you're a first-time listener, I just want to take this time to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for finding your way here. Um, however you find your way here, I hope that you find something that you enjoy, something that motivates you, sets your soul, your spirit on fire, helps you through the week, helps you through your life, and helps you continue to come back and check us out here at Shape the Culture. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to tune in. I appreciate all your support, all the feedback I received, all the ratings and reviews. Continue to hit me up on Apple Podcasts. You can hit me up at shapetheculture.org as well. And also make sure that you subscribe so you can get a personal message sent to you every Monday when when these messages come out. Um, We're going to get right back into the series that we just started last week, and I'm excited to talk to you again. So this week, we are continuing our new series, which is titled L-O-V-E, Love. Um, And as we break down each letter in the word love for this series, we're going to be focusing on agape love. I I want you guys to remember this as you listen to these messages. We're not talking about romantic love. We're talking about agape love. This is heavenly love, love that is unconditional. This love is for everybody and lives inside all of us. It's really my belief that when we tap into this unconditional love, that we will start to see the world in a new light. Our relationships, including the platonic and intimate relationships, will begin to shift once we tap into the unconditional. We will live with more intention and with more purpose. And so last week, we broke down the letter L, and we talked about L equals loyalty. We learned what loyalty means and how we can practice loyalty in our everyday lives by taking A look at the story of Ruth, we learn that when we choose to live by our commitments, we make room for love to grow in our hearts and the hearts of others. Loyalty brings us one of the greatest rewards that is, and that's the reward of the universe working in our favor. And so this week, we're going to break down the letter O, and we're going to talk about what it means to have openness in our lives, openness to our circumstances and situations life places us in. Because being open makes room for us to shift our perspective and let love take control and light the way for us. Openness is actually an expression of love. You have to love even when the world seems closed off. And even when all you see is darkness, you still have to choose love. And so we're going to take a look in the New Testament. We're going to travel to the book of Acts. And we're going to read the story of Paul and Silas when they ended up in jail. And so I'm going to be reading from chapter 16. We're going to go all the way through verses 16 through 35 from the New Living Translation. And they read like this. One day, as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her, and instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped 
and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet in the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. Even at that hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. He brought them into his house and set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed in God. The next morning, the city officials sent the police to tell the jailer, let these men go. So the jailer told Paul, the city officials have said you and Silas are free to leave. Go in peace. When I first read this story, one of the first things that stuck out to me was the fact that Paul and Silas were choosing to sing while being locked up in prison. Because these were disciples, they were apostles, they were people that declared that their mission was to spread the gospel and preach the mission that Jesus put inside of their hearts. Naturally, they had many friends and also many enemies. So when we encounter them in this story, they are being pursued by their enemies, treated harshly, and then thrown in jail. And to me, our first reaction, singing wouldn't have been the first thing to do on my mind because they were wrongly imprisoned, they were beaten, and they were stripped. They should have been angry, furious. Their dedication to God and the spirit leading them to the city should have been weakened, even broken at these point at this point. But because these men were dedicated to following wherever their spirit led them, they were unfazed from their circumstances. Because let's look, Paul and Silas had already chosen their loyalty. They made a decision to be disciples and apostles for the gospel. They were committed to Jesus and nothing could sway them from this conscious choice that they had made. Because of this, they were also open to whatever might happen to them following that decision. And that's a powerful lesson in itself. But what's even more powerful is how they coped with the consequences. After being beaten, stripped, and then in prison, Paul and Silas decided to open up and start to sing. They were in the dungeon. They were locked up at the bottom, but their hearts were free. So they began to sing. And I can imagine that they started to sing their favorite songs. And the key is that this was their outlet. This was their way of remaining in a mindset and attitude of love. This is something we all must do because we all encounter tough, even horrendous situations. Life will not always have a positive outlook, but we can always find an outlet to deal with the consequences of life. You must find something to get you through. You have to be able to stir up your spirit, even when you're down. Get yourself in the right mindset to, to endure. Not all of your days will be sunny, 
but we must find ways to shine through the darkness. How amazing it must have been to hear Paul and Silas singing while being locked up after being beaten and stripped naked. Your spirit is contagious not only to yourself, but it will also be contagious to others as well. Another aspect of being open is that when you're open to life, it allows you to never stop. And what you can never stop doing is that you can never stop being you. These men were already known for being disciples of Jesus Christ. There was no way they could have denied who they were and what they believed in. They had already come too far to give up. And they were being pre- they were preaching a message of love while being hated by the world. The hate of the world was so heavy upon them. And this is why they were treated so bad. And when you think about it, the result of facing so much hatred really could have left them damaged, abused, and filled with their own hate. But that's the tricky side of openness to life and all of its twists and turns. You have to remain open. You have to continue being a light, even when you're surrounded by nothing but darkness. You must continue to send out love in hopes that you will continue to receive love. You have to keep going with the same energy you started with. But this requires us to have an open mindset. We must already be open to being down bad and facing a lot, the worst life has to offer. We have to start to live, if we start to live a closed off life, only expecting and anticipating the good, then when the bad hits, we really won't be ready for it. How you react to life depends on how prepared you are for life. Paul and Silas had to know that when they were visiting foreign lands and preaching a message you never heard before, that they would face backlash. Every time you attempt to make a difference, lead the way, lead the wave, be the change you want to see, people are going to show you resistance. Not everybody is going to love you, but you have to be open enough to love them no matter what. And Paul demonstrates this for us when he continues to love the jailer after everything done to him. When the jailer went to kill himself, Paul could have let him. Paul could have shown hate back towards the jailer and allowed his life to end, but that would have gone against everything Paul stood for. Instead, Paul took the high road and offered him forgiveness. Paul gave him a taste of unconditional love and changed his life forever. And and the moment you decide to give up, the moment you decide to go against everything you stood for, you only have one option, and that is to accept defeat. Paul and Silas could have given up in that dungeon. They could have retired and threw in the towel, refusing to continue to fight the good fight. When times got hard, they could have called it quits altogether. But these were men who had open hearts. They were open to never stopping. They were open to the good and the bad. They were open to love through the hate and their openness opened up their outcomes. Because love, agape love is so powerful because of the fact that it is unconditional and it moves you to see beyond your current reality. When you decide, consciously choose to love, you open yourself up to the spirit of God and allow yourself to be propelled in situations you never would have imagined. Because do you think Paul and Silas expected to come out on top while they were in the bottom of the dungeon, stripped naked and severely beaten? No. But the simple fact is that they were open to love regardless of their situation. 
They were open to keep giving when they had nothing left. They were open to they were open to accepting the cards they were dealt, and in return, they opened themselves up to receiving the love of the universe and ultimately becoming victorious at the end of it all. And so openness sometimes, even when I was, you know, reviewing this message and studying for it, it seems like a simple concept, right? It seems like, you know, we can all be open to life and we can accept the good and the bad. But something I think about a lot is that how much we restrict ourselves because we truly are not open. We we always want the good. Everybody always wants the good. And nobody naturally wants the bad. And I'm not saying that we have to want the bad. I'm not saying that we have to expect the bad. But when the bad happens, we have to be willing to accept it and to deal with it and not allow what not allow it to change who we are because in them situ- in those situations those circumstances when everything seems like it's going left and it's all bad your openness like i said is going to open up your outcomes if you can shift your perspective to realize that you don't have to change because something bad happened to you that you can still love you can still love the people around you you can still love yourself you can still love life you can still love the path that you're on then you're going to come out on top because the bad times are only temporary. It's only for a season. So thank you once again for making it to the end of a Shape the Culture message. I hope that you you heard something that that inspired you, that, that set you right for the week. Uh, make sure that you share with a friend. Pass the message on to somebody that you, that you feel like and you know would really enjoy listening to this and would learn from it. We follow the model of each one teach one. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or at shapetheculture.org, and I'll talk to you next week. Love you all.